The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Wednesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. Thank you so much for tuning in. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the militia, rate, review, subscribe, whatever platform you listen on. But especially Apple Podcasts, we appreciate all of you who have done so thus far. Like, listen, like, look, this is all you got to do. Let me give you an example here. We haven't done this in a while, but you know what? I love this guy right here. Five stars. Thanks, man. No. Oh, you weren't talking. Oh. No, no. Sorry. Sorry about talking about a review here, and I haven't been doing these lately, but we're going to have to start again. We are going to have to start again because there's some people catching us. There's some people catching us, and um, we appreciate you guys doing this, taking the time. Hey, we give you the show for free, by the way. The show is free. So, I mean, all you got to do is go there. Go there. Come on. All right. You uh, make me pay. That's why it's free for everybody else. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> Subsidizing the crowd. Uh, Slackass0205, five stars, says, feedback. What a headline. I have now been listening to Sean and Joe for over a year. Uh, the two of them are great. During the pandemic, there, were, there was no sports. Sean and Joe were still posting episodes, even having some nice movie and music brackets. I hope the best for them both. Now I have to get back to my top fan status. Thanks, Daryl. Daryl, guess what? Hit me up on email or, or DM me or whatever. I'm going to get you some, some Cuse Militia swag. And uh, we appreciate you, Daryl, uh, very much. Daryl always in on the fan feedback, and he loves it. So we love him, therefore. So, all right, look, glitch in the system. Last episode, sorry about that. Going to try to avoid it this time. Having James on today. We're going to talk Syracuse basketball. It's going to be a blast. And yeah. uh, sorry about the technical difficulties and we know, I think I know what's causing it. And I think I'm going to have to upgrade my internet or something or a computer, one or the other mm. or both. So, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, we can apologize, but really it's, it's nothing that we can really do about it. It just kind of happens. So it just happens. And I think it happens when the computer thinks, which makes, which makes me think either the computers needs to be cleaned up as bogging itself down or. It's just yeah. if the internet was faster, it would work better. But anyway, I know there's people who endured the crackling from the second yeah. half to the last episode. We appreciate you doing that. Um, mm-hmm. I know it had to be annoying as hell. Uh, also, Ty Thoughts uh, is out. The latest episode of that, season one, episode seven, is out. And um, might I say, probably one of his best episodes, by the way. For, yeah, I, I, thought was, I enjoyed that one. I thought it was very good. I mean, I enjoy them all. but I enjoy them all, too, but good. I'm just saying that one was especially... Good, I thought so. And he was—he was. He Even was, was you could tell. The Wake Forest game. Maybe he should listen to. Yes, true. But he—he he tries to stay out of the analysis and do the, you know, do what he does, his thing, which he's good at. Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. he was listening to some music before the before the show. So you know, maybe I hyped him up. Maybe he needs to always do that. Also, I'm going to do this again. Happy Veterans Day again, because today is Wednesday. It's Veterans Day. We didn't know if we we're going to get back today, but we did. So thank you, veterans, again. Um, we appreciate you, obviously, yep. and all that. And, you know, um, everybody, Thanks, listen, everybody listening overseas, especially, uh, really think that's really cool. And obviously, all of you and Joe and my brother and my cousin and everybody else who has, um, who has served my, this country. My for dad, us. my mom. Yeah, I never served. So um, I have the utmost respect for people who have. And I think. Um, Y'all deserve your due. Maybe should be more than one day a year, in fact. So, all right. Oh. We're going to have James on, like I said. 
we were we are going to get into the Dior Johnson. We'll talk maybe a little some of the recruiting stuff, some Benny uh, Williams news today. We'll go through the buy, seller, holds. We are going to do all of that. But first, as always, before we get into all that and we talk to James, you got to hear from the title sponsor for the Q's Militia, for Tie Thoughts, and f- for Armchair Media, and that is Bet Online. Look. Chances are not looking good for getting to a, uh, at least a football game in the Dome. I think uh, the governor of New York has limited private parties in your own house to 10. I do not foresee anybody being able to get into the Dome anytime soon. So, you want to have some fun? Go over to Bet Online. all right? Football's in full effect over there, and BetOnline's going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's bring on James. All right, joining us now, as promised, Syracuse basketball beat writer for Noon's Magician, proudly from the 315, our boy, James Zuba, at James Zuba on Twitter. James, it's been too long. It's been too long, buddy. Welcome back. Man, uh, been too long indeed. Great to be back on the only Syracuse sports podcast, giving the fans a voice. Great to be back on. Oh, thank you, James. We appreciate it. Appreciate it, buddy. Let's get your thoughts first on the football season. What do you think? Pretty good, right? Well, well, hold on here. Last podcast you guys did, you said if you're still paying attention, you're a diehard. Yes. And I got news for you. I'm not a diehard. <laughs> so I've been, I've been checked out for like at least three weeks. But uh, no, I mean, I've been following along a little bit. You know, I know they've, they've been giving to well, you know, J- Jacoby and some run under center. Uh, so, you know, I mean, that's. That's great. Obviously, you know, not the results that you want in the win column, but, uh, you know, tough season. And, uh, you know, we turn the page of the basketball season. That's how it goes. That's right. It's a it's a rebuilding year. You know, so to speak. It's it's been a rebuilding year every year. I know. It feels like decades. (laughs) It feels like since Uh, McNabb. Let's be honest. That's what it feels like to me. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm done. (laughs) Do you remember in 2018 and everybody was joking that Syracuse is a football school now and all that, man? Yes, yes. That looks so bad. That looks so bad. Oh, yeah. Dude. And I think everything that's been going on this year has made everything that's happened prior just seem so much longer. Like 2018 wasn't that long ago, and it seems like it's been five years since I went down to that bowl game and we won 10 games. So I know. uh, It's crazy. It's been a long year, man. It really has. It has. Well, look, we got some basketball news to talk about. First, uh, the big news of well, we'll work. We'll work to today. Uh, so yesterday, it broke that Dior and Syracuse University were going. They had a mutual uh, separation, so to speak. And we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com match just go to indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The 
full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. And uh, we all, many of us saw this coming. And there was just, it was always this, there was always this drama around Dior constantly. And he's a talented dude, no doubt. But I had a little birdie last night send me an article, mm. uh, and a James Zuba article, where the last mm. line from 2019, right? Where the last line of this thing where Dior basically says, look, if I can jump right into the NBA after, let me, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. Let me, I got it right here. He says, uh, should, uh, if that chance is given, talking about the NBA doing away with the with the the rule there, the one and done, the one and yeah. done rule. Um, if that chance is given, Johnson began straight out of high school. I'm out of here. Okay, so you you wrote those words or quoted those words in 2019, and I mean the writing's mm-hmm. been on the wall. But the freakout from the Syracuse fans is like. Phew. Mind blown. Yeah. So talented kid, you know, he's taking the Darius Baisley route. Seems like surprise. Uh, su- surprise? Uh, no, that's not the word. Is is this the part where I have to pretend <laughs> to care about whatever Dior Johnson's doing? Is this, <laughs> is this that far? No, but a lot of people really, again, those fans, they get in such, they they just look forward to it so much, and then something like this happens, and they think that something like. Is happening with the program or the program's in flux or the recruiting's yeah. down. But it's like, we kind of knew. I mean, he's been in three right. high schools in, what, six months? And like two months. he's going to go straight to the <laughs> NBA, right? So this is obviously he's, his, his decisions sway pretty fast. Um, so yeah. it never really, never really, we, we talked about it. And Sean always talks about, I don't really care about talking about the recruit until they get here. Yes. Uh, and that should probably be everybody's outlook. But when you get a guy that's ranked that high, you want him to come. And when you get yeah. a guy, here's another rule. When you get a guy ranked that high, you should probably not count on him even stepping foot inside the dome. Okay? And it's yeah. it's not like he's going to go to Duke. All right? He's not probably even going to play college basketball. So, whatever. Right? And he was always trolling Syracuse fans in some kind of way. Some kind of way, <laughs> he was always trolling Syracuse fans, and they take the bait every time, which is it's, yeah, it's not it's not that hard of a thing to do, but uh, he, he did it pretty well. Yeah, is it like yeah. that guy go commercial where he's like, I got a dollar. Yes, hold on, with James, <laughs> did you send me that? Yeah, you did. I texted him that last night. That's funny. You bring he sent me that GIF last night. That's right, or GIF, GIF, whatever. Yeah, that's funny. But exactly, exactly. Hey, and the Darius Darius Baisley route worked for him, right? It, I mean, yeah, I know it I, did. I was I was kind of like a, a poo pooer on it and didn't know how it was going to work. And I think he might have just kind of paved the way for that going on because by the time when this the coronavirus thing kind of slowed down and the NBA started back up, he was getting good burn with OKC. No doubt. So, yeah, it, it worked out for him. I mean, I'm not going to spin this into a positive. Obviously, it stinks if you're Syracuse. You sure. want a highly rated kid like that to come in and honor his commitment. Um, but at least now you know, and you know that he's. You know, he says he's going to include Syracuse amongst his top schools going forward. You know, I wouldn't count on that. But, uh, you know, at least you know he's not coming. Okay, we can take a look and prioritize other guys and try to get some other guys in here. And at least in the Baisley situation, he didn't do it at the 11th hour. You know, now you still have some time for the 2022 class. Talking about a year, right? Yeah, Baisley, you know, I mean, by the time that, that he decided to go the route that he did, there's not really much you could do with you know three or four months left until the season or whatever it was. At least this you know, and now you can prioritize other guys. Exactly. So on that note, we did have um, Benny Williams sign his national letter of intent today. So on the heels of that, great news. Now he's here. Now he signed the letter. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to get excited again until this kid steps on the floor, but you know what? Whatever. You know, you take the good with you take the good when you can, and whatever. So, uh, he's a five star too, right? He's the next Carmelo, baby. Top yeah. thirty recruit. Okay. Oh, oh, hey, look! Didn't Dior take part though? Ironically, in getting him here, or is that? Uh, D- Dior had some other guys in mind. Um, Did he? Okay. The Zion, Zion Cruz and you know Chance Westry. 
okay. in the 2022 class. I think they had a relationship. Uh, they, they talked a little bit, Benny Williams, but I don't know that he was instrumental in landing him at Cuse. I think well, Benny, Benny Williams is 2021, right? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's next, next year. year. Yeah. Yep. That's what, which is why his, I guess his letter is signed already, but still, guys, we've got a year. You know, so anyway, um, and what do you know about Roddy Gale? You've been watching him. This is this kid's down to I think he's whittled it down to six. I think it's Pittsburgh, Connecticut, Syracuse, Georgetown, Ohio State, and Marquette. Um, yeah, he he's quote unquote a local kid, even though he is pretty much in Buffalo. Uh, you know, out in Niagara Falls. There, he was on actually. I don't know if you guys saw it, the the Falls documentary with Paul Harris. He was on that. Yep, and. Uh, you know he he's got it down yeah to the to the six you mentioned and it sounds like Ohio State's going to be the favorite so uh, uh, I wouldn't be expecting him to to pick Syracuse come Friday right exactly did you hear that everybody you heard that straight from James's mouth he's going to write something about it today so Just- so when he commits <laughs> to Syracuse make sure you at me on Twitter and say James you were wrong <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> to this. good sometimes you sometimes it's okay to be wrong that's what I I try to do that all the time be wrong just when I'm negative. Have they made any rules as far as coronavirus and like another year of eligibility for people like players as far as seniors and stuff? Um, yeah, everybody, everybody playing this year in the 2020 21 college basketball season will have an extra year of eligibility if if they opt. So, okay. in theory, you know, Kadari Richmond coming in a freshman, he could have another year if he wanted to. He could be at Syracuse for five more years. And, you know, if Marek Dolajai or Brahma City Bay, if they want to come back next year, they, they can do that as well. Yeah, and you don't have to nice. – you're not limited to any number of games played or anything yep. like that. There's no, there's no There's no stipulations. In fact, they make scholarship exceptions, don't they? Yeah, so next year, it, like using Syracuse as an example, if Marek and Brahma want to come back, Syracuse could be at 15 scholarships and be okay. So they could have 15 scholarship players. Next year. However, the following season, they'll have to go back down to the normal number of scholarships. So, uh, you know, theoretically next year, 2020, 2021, they can go above. And then 2021, 2022, they'll be back down to the 13 scholarship allotment. Okay. So. Well, that gets confusing. Well, maybe that's what maybe that's what Dior was doing. He's, he's just trying to help the scholarship a lot. Yeah, make, we, making room. We appreciate right. it. The scholarship thing always gets dicey when you're when you're when you're packing them in but um you know with Syracuse we're not used to having uh using up our scholarships right so this is really the first full year isn't it with, a, with what, a, what do we do with all these scholarships now? <laughs> yeah, what do we do with them exactly how long did that take to 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 cycle through how ridiculous <laughs> so uh anyway um there you have it now <clears throat> Ken Palm, your boy Ken Palm, had Syracuse preseason ranked in 29th. How, how much water do you think that holds? Now, you look at this team, and we're going to obviously talk about it. We're going to do some buy-seller holds. And you look at this team, and you're like, man, you know, it looks so promising. And, and you talk about coach playing eight players. And, you know, you're like, when I was looking at it um, before I came on, I'm like, man, I feel like it's going to be tough to play eight players. So... Your coach, who's your eight? Yeah, for, first with the Ken Palm thing. I mean, those those numbers are baked in from previous seasons, so I don't know how far it looks back uh, because obviously last year Syracuse was, I believe, the second worst team defensively in the Ken Palm era um, under Jim Beheim. So uh, I think I think probably looking back to you know 2019 and 2018 a little bit in those numbers, but. Um, as, as far as the eight goes, I mean, I think we all know who the starters are going to be, or at least we know who the top six are going to be. You know, you have Joe Joe Gerard and Buddy Beheim back. Those guys are shoe-ins for, for starters at guard. Uh, you know, I think we could plug Alan Griffin in at the three, and then Marek Dolajai at the four, Barama Sidibe at the five. And then off the bench, if he's not starting, uh, you know, he'll certainly be first off the bench in Quincy Garrier. So, um, and then, you know, you can, you can debate who, you know, the next guy or two is in the rotation, but... We've heard good things from Kadari Richmond. You know, I don't know if we're buying into the hype there or what, but uh, you know, he would theoretically be the the next guard in the lineup, the only guard left in the lineup, uh, and then you know, probably a backup center, so either Je- Jesse Edwards or Frank Anselm. Yeah, I had Jesse Edwards on there, <clears throat> and you know, my heart says Robert Braswell, but 
I feel like mm. I feel like it's gonna have to be Jesse. Was he seven foot six uh six eleven? And yeah. I got I don't know I don't so this is my only like real like murky area with the starters. Is you you like you said you know Joe you know Buddy you know Alan, and you gotta have you gotta figure Mark. So to me, I feel like it's kind of between you know depending on where you want to put Mark between Barama and Quincy. I, I just don't know. I could see a situation where Mark starts down low and you've got you know Quincy in there. You could you could I mean if you want to put Marek at the five, which he has played. Now, they haven't had the center depth in previous years as what Syracuse has this year. But if you want to put Marek at the five, you could get some really good shooting lineups in there if you, say, want to slide Braswell over to the four. I don't know. God love him. I don't know if how much he's going to play this year, Braswell, because he does kind of seem like the odd man out in the forward rotation. But if you think Joe, Buddy, Allen, you know, is a top three. Yes. And then Marek at the five, you could throw Braswell in there at the four. That's that's a really good shooting lineup right there. I don't know how much we'll see that lineup, but uh, there's a lot of shooting on the team this year. I know. It's great. And I am very, just to touch on what you were talking about with Kadari Richmond, heard a lot of good things. He looks great. I think he's, uh, I think he's a talented kid. But we all know what it looks like when you come right from high school and you get put in the college game situation. And you don't see too many people transition very quickly into that. And so it's going to be a learning curve, in my opinion. He's going to be – he could be like – look what Joe Girard did leaps and bounds last year, really, you know. And what Buddy did the year before that, too. He was excellent. So look for Kadari Richmond to kind of take that kind of – those kind of steps, I think, by the end of the year. Yeah. I think he's going to be doing something significant for, for Syracuse, Joe. What do you think? See, for me, Sean, I, I thought when you look at the starting lineup, I kind of look at it – unless you're playing against a smaller lineup, I, I was kind of seeing Sidibe and, and – Mark definitely starting in the starting job or the the one that we're trying to figure out, it would be between Griffin and, and Gary A. That's kind of where I was at. Um, I can see I that too. If, I just, the I, way that Sidibe finished off the year. I know. Uh, if, if that's the Sidibe that we're going to see, then he's starting. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and then again, whether it's a Jesse Edwards or a Frank Anselm or a John Boljock or they move Mark over to center. At least we know we have that depth because we know that, like we said last year, we know Mark and Sidibe are going to follow some people. So it's good that we do have that that kind of depth. Uh, and going to Kadari Richmond, and we talked about this too. I hope the hype is real because, again, like what you said, what you said, James, he, it's the only other guard. Um, so if Alan Griffin can't bring the ball up and Kadari Richmond can't bring the ball up, then we might be looking at a situation where. So, I mean, some teams are going to give us issues. Bring and we might have to go back to a couple years ago where we were, Mark. Mark was bringing the ball up. <laughs> yeah. So Boy, Braswell, baby, that's Braswell's opening right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope that Kadari Rich. I hope it's real because he, I'd like to be able to, you know, get those guys some burn and have him come in. And plus, he's a really tall guard to put him up there in the top of that two-three zone. I think that'd really help them defensively. Yeah, you, you definitely need him there because there's not much depth at the guard. Uh, and, and Beheim has said that he's a point guard. They kind of realized in practice that he has more point guard skills than they originally thought. So uh, they're, they're going to need him. But as, as you said, you know, Sean, we'll see what happens when the lights come on. I mean, you, you really never know how a freshman's going to come in. He, he could be Tyler Ennis. He could be, you know, kind of unheralded and come in and take the world by storm. Or he could be a Caleb Joseph where he's just not quite ready. So uh, you never you never really know a freshman. Yeah, I know exactly. And it'll be fun to, to watch that. But um, – <clears throat> To piggyback on that with some of the guys like Buddy and Joe, I'm expecting big things from them too, especially Buddy, going to be his sophomore year. And to think, you know, you've got two more years of Buddy after this. Think about the possibility of that. I mean, it, you know. A lot of threes, baby. <laughs> a lot of threes. Well, you be passing Jerry. Yeah. It, it, to, to, <laughs> to, just to Joe's point about Brahma was his problem always was consistency. So he was always kind of a street. He was streaky. Like we'd be like, "Yes, it's clicking, it's clicking." And he'd be like, "Oh, okay, maybe not." And, and you know, and then he'd get five fouls or four fouls in the first eight minutes of the game, and he'd be sitting until <laughs> three quarters of the way through the second <laughs> half. And you're like, "You know, it's, it's the Brahma we know." And so, uh, you know, it's just frustrating because you know the talent's there, and um, you know maybe a little small on the frame, but 
We'll just have to see. He's going to have to be consistent, though, to, to win me over. Then he has those monster games against North Carolina at the end of the year. Oh, my like, gosh. What would Syracuse have done? Give me that every game. Every game. I know. So he's so so much Arms easier to up. say. Arms straight up. Don't jump. I know. Against arguably the best bigs in the conference in Garrison Brooks and Armando Baycott. So it's, that's a yeah. tough one to pin down. But, yeah. It is. All right. You guys want to do some buy, sell, or hold or what? Let's do it. Nah. Let's do it. Joe, look. <laughs> Just think about it. Have you have you been through them? Have you even looked? Have you even checked it out yet, Joe? Of course yes, you have. You got to be working Facebook for me because we're gonna have to bounce back back and forth between well, Twitter good, and Facebook. That's where I Once again, I had to come up with the questions to help you all out. This that's is a lie. this is this is well. Joe came up with one. This is becoming a trend. You came up with one <laughs> this year. You put out two. Did I? Okay. Well, whatever. I put out three the last time. They're all mine. All right, look, before we get going here with James, look, he's got better things to do than sit here and listen to us argue, Joe. Like, go to bed online and get his... I really don't. (laughs) Thank you, James. (laughs) He's got to go to bed online and get get his ACC picks for the weekend, this guy. He's going to go there because he can't get to a game this year, so he's going to go there. He's going to bed online. They're going to extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coach and props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head over to Bet Online today. Use the promo code Armchair to take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you, Bet Online. You know what else James is doing? Manscaped. He's, he's gonna trim it up. He's gonna trim it up, baby. Look, Manscaped's forever changing the grooming game with their new Weed Whacker. This is the nose and ear hair trimmer that provides painful. proprietary skin safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker is, uses a 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary blade dual blade 9, system. 9,000 RPMs, James, and you stick it in your nose. Okay, can you believe it? It just sounds painful. I know, I know. Maybe because they name it like lawn equipment. (laughs) That's true, that's true, but it's supposed to be manly, all right? It's like I'm blowing up my nose with a weed whacker. Yes, that's it, that's it, and your ears. Look, James, you're getting up there now. What are you, 31? Uh, 20, uh, how old am I? 28, 28. Are you 28? You're lying. Are you? You are? You're 28? You're a young buck. He doesn't have hair in his ears yet like Joe. But what Joe does is he uses the weed whacker. You get those big, long, snarly hairs out of his ears. It's intelligently contoured design, enhances the trimming experience, and it's waterproof, which makes it for easy operation and cleaning. It's the only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful rechargeable lithium-ion battery. It lasts up to 90 minutes on one use. And if you didn't know this, James, you know it now. 79% of partners polled admit that long nose hair is a major turnoff, okay? Just letting you know. All right, you did, need to did you get one for Bayheim yet? You either, <laughs> you either. So you either find you either find one of these lovely ladies that's in the twenty-one percent, or you get the weed whacker. All right, head over to Manscaped.com today. Get twenty percent off and free shipping with the promo code Armchair at Manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the promo code Armchair. What are you waiting for? Thank you, Manscaped.com. Hey, real quick, I got a story. I, I took your advice a couple weeks back. I was driving home from the Finger Lakes drive-in on Halloween night. was a little late, getting a little tired, coming back through Auburn. So what did I do? I plucked one of my nose hairs, and make, the eyes started make watering. Make your eyes water? I picked that up from the pod, man. That, that yeah, really that's Joe. <laughs> Joe picks his Joe? nose hairs. Yeah, Joe picks his, picks his nose hairs during the show. He's, he's, he, he does this so much. That, that happened actu- one time. Actually, doesn't even his eyes don't even water. It's amazing. But, it's a busy schedule, man. You got to squeeze it in where you can. But you do it but Heather, show. if you're listening, come on, get the get the dude a weed whacker for Christmas for crying out loud. Plus, or I need a weed whacker for the house. <laughs> get one of those two. <laughs> get one of those two. All right, look. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody who did play along with us here. On Joe, you're doing Facebook, right? <clears throat> Yeah. Yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's see. Doesn't listen. I should have been more prepared. By the way, Joe, real quick, real quick. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. Um, This is so real quick. This is so. This is so unprofessional. I'm trying to kill time here. 
Tick, tick, tick. Oh, at Baptized by Fire 7 on... At Baptized by Fire 7 on um, Twitter says, Is Joe going to the Carolina game in Chapel Hill on January 2nd, 2021? He's I thinking. Thought about it. He has, he's thinking. Okay. He hasn't thought about it. Oh, they wouldn't fancy? I haven't thought about it. They got, uh, well, at least football, they have seven, uh, 7% outdoors. Okay. I haven't really heard anything, um, anything uh, yet as far as indoors. So Duke's not. No, I know Duke's not. Yeah, Duke They're didn't not. for football either. No, Duke didn't no for fans. football either. But yeah. NC State and North Carolina Wake Forest, they've been doing the 7% outside. Uh, but I'll tell you what, the only people that are getting those tickets, and I know by the people I've talked to at work, um, are um, season ticket holders. Season ticket holders who have already paid, and some season ticket holders are not even really getting an opportunity. So they're kind of just rolling them through, but... <laughs> It comes down to like your membership in the club and how many points you got and all that stuff. I don't really know how that right. works, but yeah, that right. sucks. Well, so the chance of a Syracuse fan getting in, unless you're going to buy it, like what James said, with big money off the internet. Yeah, unless you go to South none. Carolina, like David went to South Carolina and, and and got to the Clemson game, which is fantastic. But they don't give any Fs in in South Carolina, bro. South Carolina gives zero Fs. They're out of them. <laughs> They're out of them. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see here. Buy, sell, or hold. I'm going to go through the fans in quickly, and then I'll give it to you, James. The orange will flirt with the top. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. 25 but never actually get ranked at oil q says sell will be in the top 10 if sadibi plays like he did at the end of last season to joe's point uh hold leaning sell won't be you can't do that okay it's one or the other so (laughs) so if you're iffy if you're iffy we're gonna go with sell this is at our files 90 won't be good enough to flirt with the top 25 don't know how they make that jump with Identity remaining the same. Still no interior muscle on offense or defense. Scoring will rely streaky three-point shooting. Good point, because that's one thing we can't rely on. You're going to have to get inside. I mean, these days of the the three-point stuff, constantly relying on that all the time. First of all, it's old and tired to me. When it's good, it's good. But when it's off, it's it's awful to watch. 
It's terrible. Come on, that's the new stuff. That's the new stuff ball, bro. That's a great. That's a great point. I like that. Um, let's see. Let's see. Got one here with no uh, at Tony Staffieri. Bye. Uh, at Cuse Waterboy, sell. Cuse remains constant in the top 25 in the 16 to 24 range. Super hard sell will be 13th by December 28th. Uh, that is at, that's, let's say, at Justin Hodges 22. At SU Vidala, I think SU will be one of the last 25 teams playing after COVID-19 rips through the nation. So sell. Okay. Well, that was nice of him. Yeah, we didn't get too much on Facebook. Okay, that doesn't surprise of, me. We got a bunch of we got a bunch of yeah, I know right. Um, got a bunch of cells. Uh, only top top fan Daryl. Cell top will crack top Darryl. twenty this top season. Top fan Daryl. Yep. Uh, Geo. Uh, Geo heater. I'm gonna hold. If we can get production out of Sidibe and the big men down low, we can be dangerous. This could be anywhere from a bubble team to a top ten team. Yet another year where we don't really know what to expect. We've never seen Alan Griffin or the freshman play in orange. So he's holding with that. And not top fan, Joe Pasek. He must have fell off because I know mm. he's been busy. Mm. Sell. He mm. said, sell. We're 29 in Ken Palm to start the season. If we don't see the top 25 at some point, there's a real problem here. Okay. James, so, to you, buddy. I'm going to buy. Uh, and I think a lot of it comes down to the schedule, which, which we really don't know at this point. We, we know a, a very little bit about the non-conference schedule. But, um, you know, I think a lot of it hinges on can Syracuse go into Rutgers and get a win? Because Rutgers is ranked 24th to start the season. So if they win that, presumably, you know, they beat Bryant, uh, they're going to have some votes. Uh, and then they're going to have to win their games from there. But anyway, uh, I'm, I'm going to go by, um, I think, you know, maybe they could be on the outer cusp, maybe in the, the receiving votes category. Uh, but ultimately, I don't, I don't think Syracuse will crap the, the Crap, yeah, crap. The they might crap cat. it, James. But they <laughs> <laughs> they <laughs> might take a crap on the top 25, but they're not going to crack the top 25 this season. All right, Joe. Yeah, so I thought, so did you buy that, James? I bought it, yeah, I bought it. He bought oh, it okay. as in, so so just to read the I question. Get it. Okay, all right. I don't want you to get confused now. I know how easy that happens. Oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I... I'm going to buy two, and I'm just going to buy basically because if our defense doesn't get better, I, I don't really know where we're going to fare as far as against ACC. We don't have these exhibition games like against Marathon Oil and these other random teams to try to get ready. Uh, yeah, plus, you know, some of the other smaller non-conference games. I saw they just, I think, um, they scheduled Buffalo, right? They'd come out Buffalo, yesterday or today. Buffalo is not a, I mean, they're not a bad team. Uh, so we're going to have to come out and be ready game one. And uh, I just think that there's just a lot to be shown. And I just don't know how much better that defense is going to be to be able to crack that top 25. All right. Next one. What about you? <laughs> um, all right. Off, so I, look, I. I think <laughs> I, that's again. interesting. I think I think I'm going to I think I'm going to sell. I think they get in at some point. I do. I, 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 now it's probably maybe going to be early, but even if they beat Rutgers, I still don't think they get in after that. I still think they got to deuce. What is it? What is it? Is it is the um, is the Bryant game? That's November 27th, right? That's 27th. Okay. So you got Bryant Rutgers. They go 3-0, and they get ranked, I think. Well, they might have to go 4-0. You know, it depends on what all the other teams ahead of them well, do, too. So. Yeah, well, exactly. So um, I say that they, they might break it early. I say that they break it early. So I'm, okay. going to, I'm going to sell on that. Now, to Joe's point, though, I do agree, man. This, this defense got to improve. But I think, this, I think this squad's pretty talented. I think these guys are getting better. I think this squad will be more talented all around this year than they were last year, probably mid to late season. Now we got to make up for Elijah Hughes, but which is not going to be, which is not big hole, huh? Bigger growth, big hole, but bigger growth from other people. People, I mean, like again, if Sadibi and them come back, and again, that's where I want to see. It's almost like at some point. 
I remember a couple years ago when we were dealing with all these scholarship issues and it was like our defense was amazing. Yeah. But we couldn't score. Yeah. And then it just flip flopped. It was only like two years ago. Now we can score. Now we can't play defense. And it was right before Buddy came in, wasn't it? Pick your poison. Yeah, pick yeah, your poison. 2017-18 was a really good defensive unit. That was the yeah. the Frank Tyus and O'Shea year. Yeah. And those were the yeah. only three guys that could score. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Freshman it's the hero points. ball stuff, I think, on offense that kills Syracuse. So, you know, you've, you, I'm not real worried about the scoring, but I am worried about the, the three ball game constantly being like their number one go-to all the time. And I think they're going to have to penetrate. And I don't know, you know. Well, how is how is Alan Griffin though trying to uh, you know penetrate and drive and things like that? He's he's not really that guy, is he? So that that's the biggest question on the offensive side of the ball, I think, for Syracuse this year is who who can really play and make who can create because you know Joe might have that potential, but we know that his shooting and his scoring is very valuable. So is he willing to take a little bit more of a backseat? in that capacity to play, make and create for others. Uh, can he do that from the point guard spot? Um, does Kadari Richmond get enough minutes to do that? And then, you know, obviously Elijah did a lot of that last year from the forward spot. Can, can Marek do that? Can he fill in some of that void or can Griffin do that? Basically what we saw from him at Illinois, he played more off ball. Um, Ayu Dosumu did a lot more. He, he was kind of like an, in the mold of a Tyus battle and he was more of just a catch and shoot guy. So who on this team can, can create off the bounce and create for others? That's, we, that's a we, big question. We, we just don't know. No. And there was a 247 Sports article by Stephen Bailey uh, actually talking about this and how he talked to Alan Griffin and, and part of him coming to Syracuse because Illinois is stacked. They're like a top 10 or 15 preseason ranked team. He wasn't yeah. going to get any more minutes. So uh, the reason he came to Syracuse is obviously for – playing time and an opportunity to show that he's more of just a spot up three point shooter. So he's been working on all that stuff. And in, in, in the article, it talks about, you know, his motor and, and how he's basically, he's just doing all the little things and, and he's about to win. He's about winning. So um, the teammates like him and they say he's going to be a big part of, of the team this year, <laughs> which we all speculated. So hopefully he can prove that and hopefully he can step up and be that guy. Sure. And who knows? Know, it can be done. It's just we haven't seen it yet. We don't know. There's nothing really that we've seen that would right, prove. Right. And exactly yeah, and we don't know what kind of improvements. Buddy, Buddy obviously has to be good, and Joe's obviously has to be good. And where's Brahm at? Where's Mark at? But I'm, I'm, I think Mark's gonna be an animal this year. Didn't him and Sadibi both put on like 20 pounds? Yeah, but I put on 20 pounds. Yeah, but you're, that's different. <laughs> I put on 20 pounds too. That's different. <laughs> it just means my shirt's tighter now. Yeah, but also like they weren't playing basketball. And if you know, if you're playing basketball, it's hard to put on weight because you're doing so much running. So I, I would expect those numbers to even come down a little bit more with these guys having practice. Once they get but going, yeah. Certainly, you know, them putting on good weight, you know, that's a good thing. Yeah. So to my and Quincy to, with his surgery and true. his injury from last year, true. Too, we don't even really know how much that down down. Played how but we do. Playing, so we, we do. I think we got a really good. Once it came out, it was like when, once they, it made sense, it made right? a whole lot like, of sense. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. So because he seems like a guy that can stretch the floor, shoot the three, and do the little pump fake drive. He it, did it yeah. a little bit during when the he, end of the season. He was getting better with it, but uh, when you're in that much pain and you got that kind of injury to where you need to get like that type of surgery, uh, that was definitely hindering what he could do. So I'm. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to a healthy Quincy Guerriere. Yeah, and when no. you know when he was forced to play a lot, he didn't have a choice basically. <laughs> you saw how good he did, and he was saying, you know, it just took a long time to get warmed up when he's out there cold. It was just painful. So, um, yeah, has I, he made a three in Bayham's lifetime yet? Since Bayham's comment, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't think did so. He make a three since then? I don't think he. Wait, did he make one last year? He, he did, but I don't know if he made one. Oh, it's since after since then. Bayhawks comment. I know he he, he might one. have. I, I just I'm not sure. Yeah, he well, banked, yeah, I remember that's he interesting. It's like a real okay. bad shot, and he banked one, but I don't know if that was after okay. or before. I think it well, was because didn't coach say it was luck or something? <laughs> no, those are the free throws at Notre Dame. Okay. When he made the two plus free throws down the stretch, he said that was a miracle for the year. That's right. That's right. That was was that the game? That was the game that uh, Gerard gave. What was he give Prentice up the ball or something at the end of the game? 
Yeah, Gibbs or was was it Gibbs? One of those two. I think it might have been Gibbs. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah, Great that was movie. awesome. By the way, that was so good. All right. That's so so like a Devendorf move. Right there. I, I know. That's that why is. I love it. We haven't had a Devendorf move since Devendorf. You oh, know, man. that's why I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, but there would have been some chirping from Devendorf. Joe Girard just did it. And yeah, ran away. Go- yeah, and ghosted him. De- ghosted him. Devendorf <laughs> would have got right in his face and squared up with him. <laughs> so, and that's why we love him. Um, all right, let's see. The Orange will be comfortably in the tournament this year. At L. Michelle XO, she's buying. At Oil Cues, buy, finally, he says. At Jeff Henley 3, we will get buckets this year. Bye. At Joe Catskill, bye. This team has some studs who have great experience and left the floor on a positive note. That's true. I mean, they, they, I mean, they won that game last year handily. They were getting ready to make a run. I can say that because we don't know what would have happened, but they were getting ready to win the ACC tournament, and they got it just whoop, got the rug yanked out from underneath them. Um, at Roberto B88, last time we said last time we said that we know what happened. Nothing is ever comfortable lately, so he's gonna sell. Uh, buy, hold, hold. Got a couple holds. Um, at Lomi Q's fan, buy. At Justin Hodges 22, buy. That's uh, that's MF by 103 seed. Come on now, baby. Yeah, I don't know by the, about three seed, but <laughs> three seed. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. What do you got? Yeah, we're it's all over the place on Facebook too. We did a little bit better with this one. Uh, top fan Tim Abbott. Why the hell not? Patrick O'Hearn called five seed. Yeah, five Patrick. seed in the ACC tournament, maybe. <laughs> uh, Geo Heater, another hold. Heater, that's, um, that's is, against is, the rules. You is, held in both of them. Oh, Geo. First of all, well, it's fine. I did not it's state the rules. We'll give him a pass. He gets two holes. Yeah, and yes. by the way, is Gio is, is Gio a top fan? He's no, not. Not yet. Wow, I'm disappointed, Giovanni, very much. But he says, "Hold, haven't seen enough yet. Come back to this after five or so games, and we will have a better picture." Uh, top fan David Radzis. Bye Radzitz. with COVID and everything. I believe we see a different team this year. Last year cut short. I think they come out just overly motivated and ready to take no prisoners. Top fan Daryl uh, Daryl uh, by the team has depth and a lot of returning players from last year. Uh, my brother hold. We still need to see how the new guys play the zone. Rob Lucio sell Joe Pasic not top fan until they show me different. We stay riding the bubble. Uh, Tim Kringle sell Chris Courtright by for sure. And I wanted to get your opinion on this, James. Um, Joe Riznick. They would have made it last year, and this. And the team is significantly better than this year. Channeling my inner NSYNC, it ain't no lie, baby. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> I like that. I like getting creative. So, Lance Bass in there. Okay. Um, what do you think? What do you think about that? They would have made it last year. Syracuse would have absolutely not made the NCAA tournament <laughs> last year. So I don't. I mean, they, they would have. They would have had to beat Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Which would have been a tall order. Well, beaten probably it, another game, if not win the ACC tournament outright. So uh, I, I just don't see a path there, unless you're saying they went to the ACC title they, game. They would have probably at least had to go to the title game last year. I think that's what I remember talking about when we yeah. when we were entering that. Um, and although the the win over UNC was was almost just like easy to them during that game, going to face Louisville would have been tough. But I'm going to stick to what I said before. They were going to win that tournament. You can't prove me wrong. No, that's what you're going to say. But either way, I just wanted to bring it up because um, even though I don't, I'm not on the same page as, as him on on that comment. I do. Uh, appreciate the um, the in sync yeah. stuff. You know, he had a little bit of. Yeah, uh, do you yeah. you yeah. like that? Yeah. Okay. At like that. Uh, baptized by fire seventy five by upperclassmen experience mixed with athletic youth, good combination. He thinks they're going to do it. That is, uh, we're on parlor by the way too. At Cuse Militia everywhere. So that was a parlor comment. Our uh, only one. Oh no, there was another one, but it was on the other one. So all right, James, you go. 
Man, what what was the original question? He doesn't even freaking remember. What a clown. Uh, it, something, it, something about making the <laughs> tournament or something like that? What was it? It was, the Orange will be comfortably in the tournament this year. Okay, 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 that's right. I'm like, I'm like the kid that falls asleep in class and forgets the question. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go sell. I, I don't think it's gonna be comfortable. I think when you look at now now the league standings came out today or the the preseason poll anyway, and if Syracuse is six, they have a good chance at that. But I think yeah. that's a little high. Uh, certainly when you look at the ACC, the the top five or who the top five have been for the past few few years: uh, UVA, Duke, North Carolina, Florida State, Louisville. Uh, beyond that, you you really get into the the you know meat of the conference, and it's going to be competitive in the middle. So it all depends on how Syracuse does in those games. But uh, I do think on the whole, Elijah Hughes played a very important role in a lot of different ways last year. I think that's going to be a tough gap to fill. And I think Syracuse is going to be on the bubble come Selection Sunday. Not to say they can't make it, but I, I think it's going to be close. Joe? Yeah, and that's what I brought up to Sean because I kind of brought it up. Is, is this the year? I mean, you remember as a Syracuse fan growing up, uh, NCAA tournament was like status quo every year, right? Yeah, like, we didn't even think about not going in or being on the bubble. Right. It was just like, well, how far yeah, are we going to go? And we've been on this, you know, this bubble for the past four or five years. NIT taking ourselves, you know, out of the NCAA tournament with all this stuff. And I mean, is this just a? Res- I don't know. I I don't remember a year, and recently anyway. And maybe I'm wrong, but with being as high up in Ken Palm and in the preseason ACC rankings and stuff like that, so. There's, you know, the pundits out there think we're going to be good, but is this a residual of us just used to this four or five year lull of being in the bubble zone that the Syracuse fans don't have the confidence that we can't like get back into just back into the, okay, well, we're going to make the NCAA tournament every year. So I, I don't know. It's, it's tough for me and I could easily hold like Geo, but um, I am going to buy and I'm going to buy it just because I, I do think that those big men are going to be good. I, I like knowing that Quincy was actually injured and that he got that that taken care of and hoping Sidibe and, and Dolzhai, um continue what they were doing last year on top of what Buddy and Joe were going to get better at, which I hope they concentrated more on the defensive end than the offensive end. But either way, that with adding Alan Griffin, um, I can see how they can kind of make up that Elijah Hughes difference. Um, I I agree, and I hope this just isn't me just being beat up by football all year where I'm just like, give me some freaking basketball. But not only do I think that they will break the top 25 this year, I think that they, I think that they will be comfortably might be pushing it. I might I might have should have not used that word, but I'm just, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy any anyway on that and just say it's not gonna be like, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put an asterisk on this, but it's not going to be like it's been, like Joe said, where you're just like, you know, they got to win the ACC tournament. Like, I just don't see that happening. I think they get in. I think it's going to be projected in. I don't think there's going to be a ton of problems this year with it. So when you look at the schedule too, and you play at Duke, okay, we got to play, do we play UVA twice? Oh, once. No. So we played Duke uh, once. Louisville we played... North Carolina twice, though. Okay. Yeah. Yes, right. Exactly. So you don't play – UVA is projected to be just animals this year. So isn't UVA projected to, to win the ACC well, yeah, this year? they're number one in the preseason. Uh, you know, they get they get Sam Hauser eligible from Marquette. Kihei Clark's back. Jay Huff's back. But, you know, you know with UVA, they're going to be elite defensively. And the offense last year was what everybody thought Virginia's offense has been, and that's poor. The, the offense was bad last year, actually, yeah. for Virginia. Yeah. But yeah. it should be improved this year with, you know, the guys that have returning and, and Hauser. Everybody's saying he's a bucket getter. So. Yeah. So when you look at the schedule, I mean, there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of close games. But you know, you only play Duke once. You only play UVA once. Obviously, that helps a little bit. You do have to play Duke and UVA both away. In their territory, but you know, I, I'm 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 going to stick with what I said. I'm I'm going to buy. I, I I have high hopes for this team, and I I'm not setting expectations, but I do have high hopes. I'm like very excited, very excited about about seeing this team play. Well, so. and we also have to look at it as this is going to be again uh, an unprecedented season. 
You're not going to have these mid-majors that get all these wins against big teams during a, a big non-conference schedule or some of these Power 5 teams that are basically setting up a situation where they're stacking up all these non-conference wins and then when they get the conference they go 500 but they've already had so many wins that it's not a problem right okay uh let's do a couple fan ones uh, anthony on facebook i'm sorry he's he said um 2021 edition of orange hoops will once again be on the bubble on selection sunday so obviously i sell that um david radzitz buy sell or hold we finished top 10 in rankings i'm gonna i'm gonna i'll sell that all day I don't, yeah. I don't think we're that good. I don't think we're that good at all. Um, James, right? Obviously, you're Mr. Negative today. Top so. 10 in the ACC or in the country? <laughs> in the country. In the country, I believe. In the country, That's yeah. the way I would Let's go with that. Okay. Uh, Chris on Facebook, buy, sell, or hold. A better-than-expected Syracuse team beats Rutgers, goes into conference play ranked. We kind of hit on that one already. Um, I, I don't know about that. I would hold on that, and I don't usually hold, but I don't know if I don't know if beating Rutgers gets us in there. So I guess it could, but um, and there was one more. I think Hughes Waterboy had one on Twitter. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Bear with me here. Yeah, he said um, Dior recommits to Syracuse. Buy, sell, or hold. Sell, 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 sell again in two sell, more sell, times. Sell. No way. No it's way. Over. Done. Yeah, and he doesn't think that's, so that's either. That's when like you break up with your girlfriend, and she's like, "Well, we could stay friends." It's like, and, no, and you're like, "No, I'm good. Give me my stuff back." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Um, yeah. Anything else, James? You have predictions that you want to make a prediction on? I should have told you guys. Uh, ACC predictions, record-wise, just conference record. Man, uh, I, I really. Really you never. You didn't. If, if I had, if I had to, you know, I, I'd say somewhere around twelve and eight, uh, maybe eleven and nine. But I do think, you know, we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier with the three-point shooting. I do think this team has the potential to go in and beat anybody just with their shooting. Um, but on the flip side of that, you know, there's probably going to be a few games that Syracuse should win that they won't because there's going to be nights where they can't put the ball in the bucket, just so heavily relying on the three-point shot. But. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be an interesting season. You know, we'll see what happens with with COVID and with testing. And, um, you know, obviously students are going to be going home here as the season gets underway. So uh, just hopefully everybody can be safe and we can have a good college basketball yeah. season. And yeah, to be honest with you, man, I'm, I'm just happy we're having a season because if you asked me in June or July, if, if we could have a season and not have fans, I, I would take just having a season. So I'm happy we got hopes this year. Yeah. And, you know. Um, everybody gets you know we've we've come this far with football at the university at Syracuse has been really good so I hope that that continues be responsible Um, it's selfish of me to say that I want to see all of my basketball all of it all of it I want it all and I want it all and I want it now (laughs) well and it's gonna be different too though because football's outside in most places I mean I know you're speaking you're speaking Syracuse but there's going to be some different uh, challenges for some teams in some, you know, states when it comes to actually having an indoor game as well. So, yeah, um, I know. Um, well, any game that y- y- y'all are looking particularly ahead to, you know, maybe a, a game that on the schedule where you're like, man, I can't wait to watch that. For me, I will say Notre Dame early. Um, after the two games we played against Notre Dame last year, I'm really excited about that one. I really am. And obviously, you know the Virginia Tech. Yeah, they, the Virginia they lost their do. guys, so those should, those should be wins. You know, Gibbs and Mooney are gone, so those those should be wins. But uh, Prentice Hub's back, so Prentice, we yeah. can look forward to him and Gerard going at each other. Again. Yes, <laughs> yes, which was classic. I mean, those two Notre Dame games last year, besides the UNC game, were the best games of the season. Yeah. So the one at the dome was probably the most entertaining game of the year. Yeah. 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 So really good stuff, and we can't wait. Uh, November 27th, Bryant and James obviously will be back early if he's not too busy, which he never is. James is never too busy. Never too busy. I've been sitting at the house for six months, man. I'm not too busy for nothing. (laughs) James, by the way, James pumping it out over at noons too. You had an excellent damn. I wanted to. I wanted to promote. No, I I mailed it in this summer, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been mailing it. You you had an excellent. (laughs) 
Everybody's hold on, hold on. This is it. I do want to. I do want to hit on this real quick, because this is excellent. If you if you want to just get a, a comprehensive view of the 2021 Syracuse basketball, the the 2021 Syracuse basketball season preview by James Zuba, uh, written in October, is excellent. It is. It's very good. So. And I'm not just blowing smoke. It's good. Um, go there. Check that out. James, we appreciate you, obviously, for coming on. I want to thank uh, James. I want to thank all of you. I want to thank Bet Online. I want to thank Manscaped. What for Joe. Mean? No. Thank you, Joe, okay. for Veterans Day. Thank you to all you veterans. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Back to the weed doctor. Gotta go weed whack my nostrils now.